0: Hello and welcome back to the Full Fat Podcast with me, Matt Whittle, coming to you in slightly less than 1080p. I am of course joined by Mr. Charlie Lilly. Hello. How are you doing, mate? Uh, Well, not very good, as you know, because usually (laughs) this is a three-person podcast and I regret to inform uh, the viewers at home this week that Terry will not be joining us. Alexa, you better stop, (laughs) alright? Alexa, stop because I've had it up to here with technology in the last hour, and I'm not gonna have it from you as well. All right? Shush. Right. The, uh, the third microphone is broken. Um, we found this out in the last half an hour. Um, we've tried a load of alternate solutions and it's just not working, and the com- Alexa, stop. <laughs> I'm gonna be right back, guys. I'm just gonna turn it off. I'm just gonna turn it off. Okay. <laughs> He's gonna switch off. Matt's, uh,
1: yeah, he's kind of dumb with all this tech at the moment. You know, there's, every week there seems to be some sort of issue that we're having. I'm sure everyone understands, right? Okay. Well, that's like having tech issues. I was just explaining to the audience how <laughs> frustrated you are with the technology that we're dealing with today. It, it just decides <laughs> and always to something stop working. every week, isn't there? Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah every week. Yeah. <laughs> this week, you know, we finished the finale. I thought we're just gonna dive straight into it, but no, the microphone just decided to stop working. I mean, to be fair terry's microphone i think is the oldest one um so it yeah. was one of those mics that i reckon was going to give up the ghost at some point and it's happened today yeah, so wow awesome. fantastic um but yeah Perfect. but uh, but yeah terry um will be back next week um have no fear we are not uh ousting her from the podcast because we mixed her too quietly last week it's nothing to do with that um <laughs> it's it's literally just a technical issue um and it's a shame no, it sounds like, like that's uh, it <laughs> It does sound like, yeah, it sounds like we fired <laughs> her, yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, no, I, I love having both of you on, um, and I love the dynamic of three people. Um, so it's a shame this week it's just the two of us. I'm just stuck with yeah, old Charlie, but, um, yeah. but we'll make it work, and we've got a lot to talk about <laughs> and unpack. Uh, so yeah, the Falcon and the Winter Soldier season finale, after, I guess, five weeks, because the first week was there was one episode, even though there were six episodes. Mm. That, that makes sense, doesn't it? Over the yes, last yeah. five weeks, uh, quick maths... Um, we've been watching Falcon and Bucky uh, come together and we've seen um, Sam's journey to decide whether or not he's going to take up the mantle and become Captain America. And finally this week, we saw him in his sweet new duds, um, mm. kicking ass, taking names. Uh, but for me, um, I thought it was a bit of a disappointing episode. I think there's a lot of threads that tied up really un- in a really underwhelming way. Um, there was one or two bits in it that I think were the real saving grace of the episode which I think we'll probably get into um, and mm. th- my main takeaway from it is I loved everything they did with Sam this season and I loved that he's Captain America and I love that we got to see it all full regalia they didn't hold off till season two to see the suit um, but I just wish the threat and the plot resolution had been tighter
1: I 100% agree um, yeah I'm a, I'm a bit disappointed from honest with you I feel like all the stuff like you said with Sam has been fantastic throughout the season, mm. um, and I feel like this was like, if not one of the weakest episodes for me. It kind of just all just ended up being nothing really, just sort of mm. wrapped up to nothing. Um, and it, it's weird for a show that kind of promised us like this was the the action uh, equivalent, you know the action version of, you know, WandaVision was the more character-driven stuff, and this was going to be the Bunny Mm. Cobb action show. Um, I must admit, I think the action stuff hasn't delivered as much for me. If anything, the character stuff has been the best stuff in the show, um, which I've been quite surprised by. Um, And I just... Yeah, I just... Yeah, I don't know if you agree with me, Matt, but I just found that this episode... A lot of things got wrapped up in the first, what, like, half hour, Mm. but, like, very, very kind of... No real build-up, even though we've had all these episodes mm. building up to something. It, it it just kind of felt like it just all happened, and there was no real. Oh, okay. Like I never felt any f- like tension or threat really. Do you see I agree. Um,
0: um I, I guess a lot of it. This episode feels like more than any other episode hit by the reshoots and the fact they had to scrap the virus plotline because, yeah. like, even in the opening minute it's all voiceover from Carly as they're gearing up to do something. You can just tell that they've mm. cobbled together this plot that they're going to assassinate the um, the Repatriation Council and all this sort of stuff. And it's just it's just so weak. Um, yes. It's a real shame because I think Carly represented something. Carly represented something really interesting. Carly! <laughs> Carly! Carly! Um, <laughs> uh, in the show. And I really liked her dynamic with Sam. And I liked that he was trying um, less violent means to try and defuse the situation. But it just kind of came to a head in a really unsatisfying way. I couldn't believe it when she actually died. I was like, oh, that's that resolved. Um, So that was really weak. But what I also thought was even weaker, and I'm actually shocked that this happened, was John Walker. John Walker all day, this episode, sucked. What? He did nothing. He did absolutely nothing. And worse than that, not only did he do very little, but I feel like his journey was not served in this episode on, on the... On where we've 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 got him up to uh, last week, he's become 100%. a douche, and and he murdered someone in cold blood, and he's done all these terrible things. And then this week, because Bucky and Sam had the same common goal to stop the, the flag smashers, he's patting Bucky on the back, and you know I know he saved oh. that truck, but what with everything we've dealt with, you know, in terms of the themes of the whole season, I don't think John Walker oh. after assassinating. A terrorist refugee, or you know, as Sam says, not a terrorist in his own words, but you know, someone who is trying to find their place in the world after, after half the population have come back and he's been displaced to kill that person and then save a truck full of like rich, wealthy politicians that Sam mm. later berates for doing the wrong thing. Just like, I mean, like I'm not saying like any lives are worth more than others or anything like that. But it just seems weird thematically that that's the people Mm -hmm. that he saves to say, oh, he's not all bad. It's like, what has he done other than serve the people at the top across the whole season? And that's supposed to be his redemption?
1: Hmm.
0: Yeah, it's very strange. I mean,
1: I, I kind of wouldn't have minded him having, I mean, I guess some sort of redemption if you know, we spent some more time with it, but the fact that it all just happened in this episode, even though the last episode we see him being a crazy maniac, mm. do you know what I mean, it doesn't it doesn't quite work. Um, yeah, I just found that was a lot of this episode. It felt very weirdly edited. Like there was a lot of um, everything just sort of quickly was happening, and yeah, it really sat. You never really sat with anything apart from a few of the good, the, the best moments in the show. Mm. Uh, best moments of the show. Best moments in the episode with more character st- moments that we, mm. we're going to get into, I imagine. Um, but yeah, I, I just felt that it was very choppy and like i never really got a chance to sort of be like what's going on mm. do
0: you know what i mean do you know what i'm trying and, to say like and it was set happened? in new york but like it felt so tv other than the yeah. bits at the start where they were like down a street and other than mm. the you know the cgi uh, plates of the skyline as falcons flying around and the bit on the bridge like that felt very like they were in new york but the rest of mm. it was just like Nondescript abandoned building site number one, then uh, they've gone down this like little quarry bit, like it was all just like crappy kind of TV sets, and the fact that the final yeah. battle um and the kind of the final resolution between Sam and Carly took place in like do you know what I mean this this backlit abandoned warehouse from John Wick was very underwhelming, I thought
1: hundred percent, I just found that it was all so like this it didn't feel like a finale. I mean, like, it didn't feel like this is what we've all been waiting for for the past five weeks. Do you know what I'm saying? Interesting you
0: say that because I would say it feels like a finale to a multi season show, and this is the end of season one. But I think what we thought it was going to be was more like a mini series akin to WandaVision, whereas, by the end of WandaVision, it's all kind of wrapped up, isn't it? I can't see a WandaVision season two unless they're going to kill Vision off again i just gonna yeah, find more sitcoms to yeah. <laughs> go through.
1: <laughs> but I think it's more in terms of like, you know, it was the Wonder Vision was sort of driving towards something and then the finale of it led up you know, was satisfying to that build-up. Mm. You see what I'm saying? Like all that build up. Yeah, we got very satisfying character moments in this. Like, for example, um uh, Sam and, and Isaiah having that moment towards the end of the episode which was a great I mean, finale do you,
0: do you want to dive into that now while we go yeah, that's what I was saying. How, I, I did because it's hard yeah, to le- no, like, let's I feel like I need to just... talk about that too yeah talk about this sort of thing because I feel like we've been yeah. negative for the first couple yes, of minutes exactly and you know, I yeah. don't want people to think there wasn't there wasn't some absolutely phenomenal uh, stuff in this uh, like yes, as exactly, you say with yeah. the Isaiah stuff do you want to do you want to field that one my man
1: yeah no yeah <laughs> um, I just love that the um I just completely love that he. We set that because it was just so surprising that, you know, he Mm -hmm. then puts him in the museum at the end because it's like that felt so earned and that felt like a perfect note to sort of end the series on. Mm. Um, And I thought that was brilliant and I think it kind of also just sort of showed why Sam, again, is the perfect for Captain America. Yeah. Um, He understands the importance of why these things need to be told do you know what I mean, why yeah. this story needs to be shared. Mm. Um and giving Isaiah that closure it was a moment that I thought was actually like it's a it's, it's been a very weird show. because like, there's there's been things like moments where I'm like, oh my god, this could re- this really get into me. I can almost cry here. Mm. And then there's moments where I'm like, what was that? What was that? That didn't have any it, emotional backbone to it. But but then yeah. you have obviously these great moments like mm. you know, with Isaiah. So Uh I Yeah, think, I just feel I- a bit um yeah, go
0: Sorry, I, I was just go to Sorry, I think it's... For me, I'd sum it up as all the stuff that's about the black perspective in America and yes. what it means for Sam to take up the mantle after Steve Rogers had it and to be, like, the yeah. first black man to be handed the shield. Um, all of that stuff and the journey he goes on and, and the different perspectives he learns, like, he learns Isaiah's perspective and he, and he learns, like, do you know what I mean? The government have had a black Captain America before, essentially, and they swept them yeah. under the rug... Um, and then for him to, in Madripoor, say, I shouldn't have just put the shield in a museum, I should have destroyed it. Um, yeah. But then to come around and sort of say, like, oh, this pain cannot define me or my people, and I need to, like, be the symbol um, and, and, and keep fighting... Cut to a, an incredible Rocky training montage in the last exactly. episode. That was that was me riding high at the end of the last episode, mm. seeing all that stuff, and then seeing him open the briefcase. I was like, the last, the last episode is going to be fantastic. Um And it didn't quite live did up you not to feel the that promise. You didn't get to, yeah, you
1: didn't get to really flex those... You know, he had that big training. You know, when you're mm. watching Rocky, you have that big training, and then you get the fight that delivers it. You know, yeah. we didn't get that. We didn't have, you know, that. we had that montage for what? He saved a couple... Do you know what I mean, it wasn't... Mm. It didn't feel like anything... Significant it was for. Do you see what I'm
0: saying? And, um, I, and I don't think and I, it. Sorry, you're wrong. No, no, come. I, I was just I was just going to bounce off and say like I, I agree with you because I don't think the, the shield throwing in the episode when he was actually Captain America didn't feel like it had as much power and uh, speed as when he was throwing it at the trees last season. Yeah, last yeah. episode. Sorry, last episode yeah. when he was when he was flinging it and flipping and stuff. I was mm. like, yeah, this next week's going to go mm. off, um, and it and it didn't. The only good action no. scene, like truly good, I would say, in the whole season, was the opening, um, the opening. in the I desert.
1: That was fantastic. Brilliant. Um, but yeah, I agree with you, mate. I think the Sam stuff has been the best stuff throughout the show. Mm. Um, the Falcon Captain America stuff has been the best thing throughout. And now in reflection, obviously I'd like to re-watch them all together. But now in reflection, mm. it kind of feels like everything around that has been a bit weak. Like even, like I've liked some of the Bucky stuff, but even he felt a bit like, I don't know. I don't, they didn't really do anything as a duo this week. Do you know what I mean? And like, yeah. it didn't feel like they were a, a team as much.
0: They were just episode. both was it, was in they the plot. Like yeah. Mm. It, it didn't feel like Bucky and Falcon as a team. It felt like Sam was off doing his thing. Bucky was off doing his thing. The Flag Smashers were off doing their thing. John Walker comes yeah. in. Do you know what I mean? Like it just felt like, different players around the city it didn't feel like this is the duo i was really disappointed as well because one of the posters they released in the lead up to this episode had bucky on the bike and falcon above him with the wings and i just thought oh that's gonna be sick like we're gonna see them like weaving through the city together being a team and it just it just didn't quite happen
1: yeah i agree uh yeah it was just um it's, it's a shame because you know there's things obviously that I really liked. Mm. Obviously, that Falcon costume, that the Captain America costume, is 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 more delicioso. It's, it's fantastic. It's uh, yeah. beautiful. It's exactly what we wanted. Um, but then, like you know, I feel like he didn't really get many moments with mm. you know to have to express that new suit. I mean, obviously, he had that fantastic speech that he gives mm. um, in front of um, all the news and the the bald people who have yeah. <laughs> um,
0: <laughs> those yeah, characters the, i guess go- yeah the government yeah, yeah. yeah uh
1: that was like a great that was a great scene again yeah. the best stuff in the episode um but it's just weird it's like everything around that has been i just found a bit weak this episode and it, it's kind yeah. of made me look back at other stuff throughout the season and feel like oh i didn't really come together like i hoped it would mm. um, in
0: it some needed, places it needed to end well like for example stuff like the flag smashes and John Walker it needed to end yeah. well for that stuff to feel like earned and, it, and, it, and, it, and because it hasn't ended well I'm now looking back at it like oh, that, like him killing um, that guy it doesn't feel like that was much of a big deal now
1: do you yeah. know what I mean it just all, all yeah. of it felt
0: like set up to get people where they needed to be like now John Walker is US agent now Falcons, Captain America. It, set it, up. it was cool, don't get me wrong, to see the title change yeah. at the end. Captain America and the Winter Soldier. Um, I'm really yeah, happy that about great. that. And I'm I'm really happy about where everyone's positions now. And I'm excited for a second season. I just think it's unfortunate this season that the character work and the introspective journeys between Sam and Bucky and the friendship that's that's kind of been created. Because they're not really friends, are they, before this? They're Steve Rogers' friend, no. and they're both yes. grieving the loss of their friend. And I thought it was yeah. really interesting at the start of the season to go go a bit more morose and go, they're not going to be buddy cop quipping. They're going to be actually at odds with each other. And yeah. Sam and Bucky have both got like a little bit of learning to do to get to the, the stage where they're at in the last episode, where they're actually apologising to each other and, and sort of talking very openly and honestly. Mm. Um But then... The antagonists have not matched that writing, I feel like, and the action mm. has not matched that writing. It's been a lot of like mm. choppy close ups, and do you know Point what I mean? Gray. Like, it's very TV fights, apart from that yes. first fight. Even when you had yes. um, GSP this episode, like, Charlie, I know you're a GSP fanboy, and you were hyped as hell when he said, I want to kill the falcon in the last episode. And then this Loved week, it. like, what was that? What was that?
1: He just. What was the point? He just got shot out. Yeah. He didn't really have much of a. I mean, a little couple of kicks with Falcon, and then he fucked off. And tried it to save It was a bad fight scene. On a, yeah, on a kind of like, I don't know, kind of a side mission. It felt like. Why is the Captain America on a side mission saving the yeah. helicopter? Why is he not on the ground with John? Mul- and it kind of made me feel a bit. It's annoying because I feel like I'm being really negative now, but I think it's because this disappointed me. This episode. Mm. Um, and maybe it'll take some time to sort of reflect because it's always hard what, doing something, uh, doing a podcast straight after watching the episode. Because yes, you have, have yeah. thoughts later on. Mm. Um, but I do think that it's making me look back and think was there too many cooks? Do you know what I mean? Like we've got John Walker, the flag smasher, Zemo, and we've got to do the buddy cop stuff you know, to mm-hmm. sell, obviously, that these guys are friends mm-hmm. because I never really felt they had a moment, like you said, they didn't have a moment together on this final episode. There should have been an awesome moment when they were fighting together. Do you know what I mean? This is yeah. what he's building up to. Whereas it kind of was like, oh yeah, it kind of, everything felt a bit underwhelming. Do you know what I mean? There was no, there was no yeah. moments, there was no real stand-up moments other than character-driven moments um, with Sam taking up the mantle of Captain America. Do you,
0: I, and would you agree with that? I would agree. And also, I'm happy that that Zemo came along in terms of I really enjoyed that trio and I enjoyed yes. how much Zemo pressed both of them on the notions of power and, and taking the super soldier serum and all that sort of stuff. That that was all great. Definitely. Um, but I do think what it perhaps robs the season of is time for just the two of them to be alone doing a mission. I agree. Do you know what I mean? It became the trio. Yeah. Which, you know what? I'm fine with it becoming the trio. Hobbs and Shaw yeah. is made better by Vanessa Kirby. Do you know what I mean? Like the yeah. three of them together. You know, I I, 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 I I like my Hobbs, I like my Shaw, but also, you know, Vanessa Kirby <laughs> completes the trio. So yes. I thought we were <laughs> going to get that with Sam, Bucky, and Zemo. But of course, when he then gets arrested and drops completely out of the show, say for one scene this week, which was cool, um, yes. getting his butler as if he's Batman to do his dirty work yeah, for was... him. <laughs> he's um, like a bad version of Batman,
1: isn't he? He's he is, he
0: is. <laughs> Literally. Um, but yeah, but like... It, if he's going to drop out of the last episode, then I don't feel like it was really that worth it. And also, yeah. like, I like the idea of Sharon Carter breaking bad. But again, mm. Sharon Carter has been underutilised in every single appearance in the MCU. And I thought this yeah. time, it's six hours. They're going to finally do her justice. But no, they've given her the short, the short mm. stick again. Um, I'm hoping next season she's going to have more to do. It would be cool if she sort was gonna of say that. becomes the main antagonist. Yes, yes, becomes
1: like almost like the Robert Redford in the Winter mm. Soldier, yeah, kind of that kind of role. Um, yeah, it'd be interesting to see. Hopefully, yeah, that is something that they expand upon and make her a bit more. Because they had some really cool stuff with her at the start, mm. where they were trying to make you know, the... I love the whole idea that she's been trapped in Madripoor and you know yeah. she can't come back because of of everything. Um, mm-hmm. But but like you said, it didn't really go anywhere. I guess it was a lot of it, like you said, is setting up for that next season. Um, yeah which is weird now because it i thought at first it felt like it was going to be its own sort of six hour movie but now yeah. i felt it started off and we were like oh man it's like this is like movies on tv what the hell's going on and then it slowly yeah. as each episode come on
0: become more yeah. tv um but do, do you not think yeah. it's kind of similar to wandavision um I think what the problem is, in terms of the problem is similar to WandaVision for me, both finales yeah. became more action orientated. And I think when the TV MCU becomes more action orientated, it, it, it becomes more uh, visible that it's TV. Do you know what I mean? Like, like this that. episode, I was aware every time they were kind of on a bit of a set and it was like TV fighting. Mm-hmm. And I didn't feel that in... The opening episodes of *WandaVision* or the opening episodes of this, because they were more character-driven. Mm. It was more about mm. the conversations they were having, and that all felt like it was like the movies. Um But I think mm. when we get to like the big set-piece battles in New York, like, I mean, like it is bold to do your MCU TV show and make the finale uh, a New York finale after we've had like *Avengers* mm. and *Homecoming* and all this mm. stuff, where they've really use the scope of the city to create like these exhilarating sequences i just don't feel like we got that here and i feel like it's exacerbated by the fact that it's set in new york because you're comparing it to the previous stuff you're also things like you're comparing uh batrock the leaper's fight in this episode to the fight on the, the Lemurian star in winter soldier yeah because it's like that mm. fight is fantastic it's shot Brilliant. in beautiful wides you can see everything that's going on like you feel the strength mm-hmm. and power you buy that batrock is trained enough to take on a super soldier um, yep. in this episode, two normal guys had a fist fight, and it it was worse than watching Mackie take on um, Frank Grillo.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's true. But do you think it's do you think it's to do with okay? Obviously, that like we said, it was edited weird. Some of the fights weren't delivered as well. But do you also think it's a because this is how I feel, like kind of uh, like the writing in terms of the emotion behind the fights because that's what's important the, the mm. fights need to tell the story they need to have the emotion they need to reveal the character through mm. them and I felt like that this these actions they just sort of it just sort of fizzled by do you know what I yeah. mean or like they were intercut with like other things that didn't let, allow you to spend the time in that moment Yeah. do you see what I'm trying to say like you'd, you'd have this moment where you're like oh, okay and then it would cut away. Or like, didn't never gave you enough time to sit with the facial expressions mm. of the people within in the fight. There was no emotion in it. It was just like, oh, here's a punch, here's a kick. Now we cut to what other this person's doing. Mm. Do you know what I mean? There was no like, emotional thrust it felt with,
0: do you know what I'm trying to say? With yeah. That, and I think that's why
1: it didn't work as much. Well,
0: yeah. Last week, even though I didn't think it was shot particularly well, I thought the fight between John Walker exactly. and Falcon Winter Soldier a was good. Example. Because, because yes. the, mo- the moments I remember are not the kind of the weird cuts to wides when we're in the exactly. heart of the action. The stuff I remember is I'm Captain America ripping off the wings, like almost killing Sam. Yeah. Like, you know, the, the actual hard hitting stuff. Um, and yeah, yes. I, I think it felt like the episode wanted to get the action over and done with this week. So yes, that we could we could we could move to the good scenes of yes. uh, Sam giving the council what for and going, hang on a minute, Carly died for this. You need to be better. And then for him to go and talk to Isaiah and take him to the museum. That was all like the top Fantastic. tier writing that I expected from the other episodes. Um, but the, in terms of the, in, in terms of the actual like the action plotting of the episode, what's the threat? What's John Walker mm. gonna do? What are the flag mm. smashers gonna do? How is Sam gonna stop yep. them? All of that was was really weak. I thought non-existent. Yeah. Non- non-existent. Yeah. There was no,
1: I had no worry that they weren't gonna solve this scenario. And obviously, you know, people can go, oh, because you know the superhero is gonna do it anyway. But that's not the point. You still need to sell to me. Yeah. That, you know, oh, they're on the back foot. I never felt that at all. It just felt like they're ready. they're just gonna smash them up and then we yeah. get to the character stuff to wrap that up and make you know solidify Sam as the as the as Captain America.
0: Um, I just I just think as well, like I, I like the whole theme across the season of everyone is Jones in Super Soldier Serum because they think that's what's gonna make them the perfect hero. And Zemo mm. says, you know, that's one in a million, power corrupts, and Sam is the perfect hero to reject that. And I like all that, but I feel mm. like in terms of Falcon Cap, as an ongoing action staple in the MCU, he needs a bit more to play with. Because, like, in this episode, yes, he's got no Super Soldier serum, but he's still got, like, jets and wings and a shield and stuff, and I just feel like his combat could have been far more dynamic than what it was. Like, that mm. moment when he he jetpacks with the shield into Batrock, I thought that yeah. was just so flimsy. And, and to me, I feel like the way you should be doing it is like the way Iron Man, like, shunts over to someone. You need to give him... If you're going to make a him a tech-based... Yeah, and a little bit of oomph. It was lacking yeah. that oomph. All the fight scenes were lacking oomph. Mm. Um mm, I agree. And it's just like I think you could have given him the serum and still kept those themes Tol- intact. Yes. I because, agree. Because you know yeah. you know, like the the reason why Steve Rogers takes the serum and isn't corrupted is because he understands the value of power. And I feel like we've mm. proven that Sam unequivocally exactly. understands that. And I don't think Definitely. him getting the serum would make him that bad man, like that's the whole point, right? So it just it just seems weird that we've gotten to this stage, and I, I don't think he's ever going to get it now. Do you know what I mean? No, yeah. like it's too late, really. Yeah, but, it would be weird yeah. now, um, but it's just a shame. Yeah, like I think cool. they've got they've got to definitely upgrade his capabilities. Like there was some cool moments, yes. but like mm. as well, he gets the suit from Wakanda. Why is it not a bit more like nanotechy or like are the wings mm. not nanotechy or like why is why is he not been given like The kinetic energy absorption stuff from them or like is the suit Mm. not going to be a bit more nanotechy? i I don't know i just feel like or something yeah something if you're going to go down that road you need to you need to prove to me that this captain america could take on all the same challenges that the previous one could and currently i just feel like he's just gonna get creamed in certain situations he's very interesting Mm. in terms of like Saving the saving the people in the helicopters and stuff. He's quite dynamic in that way. Like you can use yeah. Red Wing and all these different sorts of gadgets. But I think in terms of the meat and potatoes of the Captain America series, which is the hand to hand combat, um, yeah, I don't think it's really delivered yet. But also, yes. what's frustrating about that to me is I feel like Mackie can do it. Yeah, hundred percent. He, he, he's he's athletic. He, he's he's in shape. Like we've seen him kick ass so many times in the MCU. So, I don't, yeah, exactly. I just, I guess they're still working out the kinks, aren't they? With yes. the shield and with the only, Falcon cap. The only thing I was
1: thinking when I was watching it was mm. there's a part of me that does kind of like the aspect of, you know, that, you know, obviously Steve was a, you know, a very small guy before, and then obviously mm. he gets the Super soldier and he gets big. I did kind of like the idea, I was thinking about this, I was like, mm. I did kind of like that, you know, Falcon, uh, Captain America is kind of, he's, He's, you know, he's not that strong, but like you know when he's pushing the mm. the truck up, and everyone was looking. I kind of felt it was like that Rocky thing of like, yeah, but he doesn't he doesn't give up. Do you know what I mean, he's got that Captain America thing of like he can do this all day sort of thing. Yeah, but, and I kind of like that aspect. I quite like that. But like you said, it does feel like well, he's the lead, and it's gonna feel like Bucky's doing all the heavy lifting when yeah. it comes to like the next season or something, or whenever they're coming up against like bigger threats you mm. see what I'm saying yeah um, but yeah I, so I like I, I, I liked all the character stuff that's the thing mm. I feel like we're, it comes across like we're being negative but I, I, it's because I think it disappointed on a what was it all coming to scale but on a smaller character driven scale I really liked uh, everything
0: like you said everything with Sam yeah it was brilliant and I am excited to binge it there's a lot of yeah. things that were set up early on, a lot of conversations they had that I think are paid off very nicely in Episodes 5 and 6. And I do think as a complete Mm. package, it'll probably be more enjoyable, even though I have loved watching it week to week. I I prefer watching things week to week. I think you get more time to focus on each chapter. Um, There's no rush to binge it to avoid spoilers. Mm. I'd much prefer it. And and also, you know what is this, week 15 of us watching a Disney Plus MCU show? And that's yeah. been really nice. It's been nice to have that steady stream of content rather than like, oh, here's nine hours of WandaVision we've got to review and then we're going to wait a month and here's six hours of Falcon Winter Soldier. Yeah.
1: No, exactly. Because it kind of feels, especially now when the, you know, the cinemas are not open and stuff where and we're lacking content to mm. watch and stuff. I, I think it's great because it keeps that conversation going in the zeitgeist. You know, when you, mm. when you have a show that's bingeable, mm. you binge it, everyone speaks about it for the first two weeks and then, it kind of fizzles out. Do you know what I mean? Whereas I like that it's been a continuing conversation throughout mm. the past five weeks. Um,
0: so if sorry, you could but... sum up um, the Fat Witch Soldier, perhaps you know, like with the caveat that your thoughts may change over time, and I think we need we both need yes, some time to sit on it and perhaps Definitely. rewatch it. Um, but what would be your your sort of your summation of the season?
1: <sighs> okay, right. So all the stuff with Sam i thought was phenomenal some of the best like falcon we've ever seen um i love all of that stuff about him taking the costume up i love the stuff about isaiah the you know uh the questions of what does it mean to be a black captain america i thought that all of that was amazing that's brilliant um and the best stuff in the series and it gave me things i didn't know i wanted like uh, and made me ask questions i didn't think about um in the world of of this of, of the marvel universe um and i really enjoyed that um i liked the john walker stuff as well i always felt a bit not sure about the flag smasher stuff and then that now it kind of it it, it it was cool to see the themes the parallels between mm. sam and fact and him to empathize and then obviously have that great bit in this episode where he says you know you You know, they're just terrorists. You never ask why. You give them these names and you never ask why and why they're doing these things. I thought that was brilliant. Um, And I like how that come together. But it does feel like to me, now looking back, there's a lot of stuff where I was like, what was the point of that? What what, did that need to be there? Do you know what I mean? As much as I enjoyed seeing Zemo do all these things, Mm. how much did we really need him here? Um, I felt like Bucky and sam had that great moment last week yet this week it kind of we never got to see them flex that friendship Mm. that you know what's this new bond given to them as a fighting duo um and that kind of i found a bit disappointing it's tough because you know i i really i mean i loved the stuff really early on i thought that was all brilliant Uh, i did enjoy the scene i've enjoyed watching it week to week um i've enjoyed like all the character stuff like i said it's been brilliant um, and not what I was expecting. I was expecting it to be, you know, buddy cop, fun, romp, you know, mm, and then yeah. fighting, kicking ass. But I quite like that we got this character-driven and this more, this bigger questions and bigger ideas and important messages that had to be said. I liked that. But yeah. at the moment, it, it kind of feels like um, I'm just a little bit dissatisfied. I'm a little bit, you know, unsatisf- diss- uh, unsatisfied mm. with this ending. And like you said, I think I need to take some time to chew on it um before I can really collect my thoughts to so this I mean you know, I might go back on things that I'm saying yeah. you know, I don't know. But um that's how I feel right now. Um Mackie gave me all the goodies he delivered from character to to, to everything mm. but everything else I'm not quite sure about at this moment in terms okay. of how we ended. Um yeah, how do you feel about that?
0: Um I, 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 I pretty much agree with you um, mm. word for word and there's so many things that I'm almost looking back on now like the John Walker stuff I think starts off so strong and it's yes, nuanced and it's interesting mm. and then this episode fizzles it's yeah, it's completely fizzled out um, and, and the, the flag smashes you're right like it was always fiddly and it, it got to the point this week where like I feel like she, the things Carly was was saying was almost like parody level. Like the movement cannot be stopped. It's okay if we yeah. die. Like the movement will continue. It's like what is the movement really? Like I yeah, mean, yeah. it's it's not it's not really like clear. Again, yeah. reshoots. I'm not sure how much we can really blame them for this. Um, mm. But but it's that yeah, Jackie Chan
1: thing. Mm. As much as you can. As much as you can, you know. I guess it's research and all that. But. You know, like Jackie Chan says, you know, if if it was raining on set that day, mm. and you shot when it was raining, and didn't shoot it yeah. the next day when it wasn't raining, you're not gonna go around to every cinema explain oh, but we couldn't because of the rain. Like, do you know what I mean, like the movie of it is, yes, the, the TV show is is there. It's it, that's it. We have to judge it on why on what it is.
0: Do you know I what I mean? I agree. Um, I agree I, completely. I'm sympathetic. Yeah. yeah no. I, no. I agree with you. I I just think I need to give it a bit of leeway for when when yes, we break down exact. this particular I situation agree. of it was written and shot and almost completed with a virus plot line. And it, set to, it was set to come out the same year, the entire world got thrown into a crisis with a killer yeah, virus. True. So like, do you know what I mean? Like in terms of the chips stacked against them, like I don't think it could have been any tougher yeah, for them true. to, to string that. together a storyline. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So, you know, I agree with you. Um, and I agree with Mister Chan, the legends. But, <laughs> but yeah, I have to cut them a bit of. I have to cut them a bit of slack, but not yes. too much slack because it was that. it was still quite weak. Yes. Um, Overall, was a season. Um, it as a Captain America fanboy, um, you know, I've wanted Mackie to take up the shield since day one. It's never made yeah. sense to me people wanting Bucky in the MCU to be Captain America. Like no, he's a fugitive. Never, never made sense. He's he's an assassin. Like it doesn't make sense that. Anyone would ever give him that shield. Um, and I think his journey is not about that. Um, and I think it's been very smart that's to take great. him in a different direction. Mackie, on the other hand, and Sam Wilson, I think have always screened next Captain America since 2014, both in the comics yeah. and with the casting of Anthony Mackie. Um, so, so that's been great to see. And I think they've really nailed all of that stuff. I mean, I'm excited to see where it goes. Um, but it's not quite been the best of the MCU, which I felt like there was a moment, there was a a couple of moments in those first two episodes where I thought they're really going to bring it this home. Yeah. So did I. And it's it's overall taking everything into account. It's, it's good, but I don't know if it's breaking that top five, top 10 of the MCU. Do you know what I mean?
1: I agree. I agree. And yeah, it's tough because I think... I feel right now, at this moment, I might... uh, I don't know. I might eat my words later. Um, Because I do really like the Sam stuff. And I like... I love that stuff. I thought that stuff was brilliant and top tier and really good. And I think... I think that's why I kind of find Mm. frustrating about this is that I feel like there was something so good here. It just needed all the rest. It could have been... It could have been as special as we thought it was going to be when we watched those first two episodes. Mm. And it just kind of didn't quite... It wasn't quite as key, you know, as well structured as I would say like Wonder was. I must admit. Um, yeah. As much as I, do you know? What I mean, as much as I, you know, I love this. I love the moments, uh, the character moments in this. I feel like as a beginning to end. Mm. I know, obviously, we're gonna have a set- another season, and obviously, Wonder seems like it's more of a one-off sort of thing. Um, it just felt a bit more well structured and paced. Do you know what I'm trying to say? Yeah. Um, I feel now like in reflection, but maybe I'll beat my words later when I sit and think about it. But
0: I think Falcon and the Winter Soldier had more to say, and I think yes, at I its best, agree, yeah. I think at its best, it was more eloquent and more thought-provoking than anything in One. I agree, but I think One Division. Yes. I know. I know. I'm as spitting your package. fire. I know. I'm, I know. I'm spitting your language yeah, right yeah. now. You know. You know. Um, it's the <laughs> <it's the highest laughs> I know the deal. I know the deal. Um, <laughs> yeah, but like as, a, as an overall package, as an overall st- structure, and, and and in terms of the constant threat and the development of those threats, I think One uh, mm. Division was much better at mm. that. But yes. then there was nothing... What right. I loved about the discourse around Falcon Winter Soldier is, you know, you look on things like Twitter and Instagram and YouTube, all the conversations that the show wanted us to have were being had. Um, yes, For I better agree. or for worse. And... All the discourse of what's the cameo going to be? Is Magneto going to pop up? Is so and so going to pop up? Like, there was none of that. Mm. Um, and I know, yeah. like, you know, partly people at us are to blame for that stuff because we obviously spoke about things like yeah. Magneto coming up and all that stuff. But Of course, yeah. yeah but yeah. it's a two way street because the show and the discourse became so enraptured with WandaVision about, oh, who's going to pop up at the end of the next episode? What's this going to happen? No, 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 no. What does this yeah. mean? Um, and I'm just happy that all that stuff didn't happen this time around yeah
1: and I'm happy that no actor tweeted saying that there's going to be a Luke Skywalker tier cameo that never <laughs> happened <laughs> yeah
0: um, well we got Luke Skywalker in this show uh, every every episode didn't we we got in Stan
1: oh yes we did that is true <laughs> so you didn't need your Luke Skywalker Luke cameo true. you
0: got Luke Skywalker right there baby <laughs> yeah, exactly exactly <laughs> ready to go just sign him up just sign him up oh, just put him in the wig give him the save he's right there he's right there he's uh, done he's ready oh, magnifique um, before, before we go Terry um, well actually there's two things I want to talk about but before before we go the first thing Terry's uh, got her review here of the episode first exactly. half was weak sauce second half was great work acting throughout the whole series has been a masterclass disappointing to see John Walker seemingly redeemed when he didn't do anything redeemable. I agree with that. Uh, hot eyes for Bucky Barnes always. <laughs> <laughs> Until you can hold Bear Kids up with your metal arm, you will not be my perfect man. <laughs> damn. damn. I'm trying, I'm You're trying. bro. Okay, bro. You're okay, bro. <laughs> I'm trying <laughs> you're dumped Matt I don't ever want to hear from you again what <laughs> oh, that's why she isn't on the podcast oh. <laughs> <laughs> it all makes sense now. oh but yeah no that's uh, that's Terry's review uh, yeah I agree with I agree with all of that yeah, pretty much Yeah. Um, so yeah so without further ado there's nothing left and um, it's time for the end of the podcast but wait Charlie Lilly our UFC expert, UFC expert. Someone actually commented that on the last video in quotation marks, implying the. Yeah, you're I can't actually... believe you said that. I was so hilarious. <laughs> UFC expert. <laughs>
1: Where is this credential? Where
0: is this? You're, you're uh, a, you're a fan that often likes to talk about it and talk about martial arts and you know. Yes. We're about to your horn too much. you know, you, you know your stuff. Um, there's no need to be embarrassed by that. <laughs> you know, and you, know, you know, I'm not saying uh, that you you walk around thinking you're some bruce lee <laughs> expert martial artist but i think you know you know a fair bit you know i think you should i think you should be humble <laughs> and and take and take that on um I and, and i find it i get very embarrassed about it i find it a very difficult
1: thing to talk no about i understand i understand, understand i, I, I concerned of coming across like yeah, yeah do you know what i mean so it's
0: yeah and i yeah, see that like the essence of what i represent yeah, and 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 me as the non fan going. China knows everything about UFC. To people that know about UFC, you know, like to the same level as you. They're probably just sat there going, "I'll oh, shut the fuck up." Um, so yeah. I'm going to do that <laughs> now, and I'm just going to pass over to Charlie because I want to hear his analysis on mm. Ben Askren. He was gonna, he was gonna beat Jake Paul, wasn't he? Isn't that mm. what you said? Mm. Yes. <laughs> so,
1: okay, right. Well, let's let's get into this. So, um. As you can see from, you know, last week, my my predictions, you'd think a man that, you know, watches the UFC and stuff would be like, oh, this UFC fighter is definitely going to beat up this YouTuber. I mean, I never, I never had that. Obviously, I had a lot of confidence and hope. I was hoping Matt. Mm. I had a lot of hope and I was putting into the universe. I couldn't (laughs) say he was going to win. I couldn't say Jake Paul was going to win because I didn't want it to be true. You know what I mean? I wanted Beskrin to mm. to beat his ass. You know what I mean? For what it represents as a whole. Because it, what, afraid, what I was afraid of, and it's kind of... It's not happened as bad as I thought it was, but it's kind of is happening. Is that people would start to question the legitimacy of mixed martial arts fighters. Um, and it hurts my heart, Matt. It hurts my heart to for,
0: for people. Because... Mate, yeah, it hurts yeah, my God. brain. It hurts my brain because it yeah. doesn't make sense. Because even as like yes. a you know, like a very fairly ca- a filthy casual, um, yeah, yeah. the only reason Jake Paul won was because mm. Ben didn't have all of his tools at his disposal, did he? He <laughs> would have <laughs> grappled into the ground and it would have been fucking <laughs> over. But no, oh, but yeah, Jake exactly. Paul had to move the parameters in such a way that he would have the advantage. And yes. then he won. He's th- like Ben Askin got back up. He was ready to continue yeah. that fight. Yeah. I mean, regardless of whether
1: you believe that, you know, Jake Paul would have got, you know, if even if Ben Askren got up, then Jake Paul would have knocked him out again, maybe. Yeah. I think the fact that they stopped it after he got straight up, mm. I think is pretty disgusting. I think yeah. like, in any other boxing fight, they would allow that. Literally, Tyson Fury, when he fought Wilder, he got knocked out and I thought I thought he was dead. Like, he was like this. And then it's one of the, still one of the most magical moments I've ever seen in all of combat sports. And th- something hit him, and he just gets up like the Undertaker, and just fucking, <laughs> and then wins the rest of the fight. Like that blew my mind, right? But <laughs> the fact the ref the ref gave him that opportunity to do that. Do you yeah. know what I mean? He gave him the opportunity to do that, and that's the rules of boxing. The fact that you know he went down, he got up on like seven. You know Are I mean? end- ever
0: going to beat me down? <laughs> yeah,
1: exactly. I just thought it was so, I just thought it was so, like, I just thought that was weird, but, you know, yeah. I can't take away, I can't take away that Jake Paul doesn't have some boxing skills. I can't take that away from him. Mm. But I do, but I do think he has been strategi- st- strategically picking people with not good boxing. You know, he's not picking boxers. Yeah, of course he is. He's picked Dylan Dennis. He wants to fight Dylan Dennis, who's a, uh, a jiu-jitsu fighter who's only just had... He's only had two MMA fights. And he's only just like working on his striking. So he's hes yeah. calling out him. He called out Ben Askren, which is a guy who's never used his striking mm. ever. As you can see, you know, he's not known for his striking. He's known for mm. grappling, using his striking to get on the inside. Um. So, you know, he's being very tactical about this. I mean,
0: obviously, he's improving and stuff. Um, but I just want to well, see look, him... He's a good boxer, no doubt. But for him to sit there after the fight and go, "Look, I've proven to everyone I'm a real fighter." It's like, but you keep creating scenarios to prove you're a good fighter, don't you? It's, it's not like you're yes. doing doing it the hard way like everyone else. You're going the showbiz route. You're like he, he he's WWEing boxing, isn't he? It's a, it's a it's yeah, a yeah, show. Yeah, yeah. It's a performance. It's a theater.
1: Yes, um, yes. And I'm not. I was against it when it first came out, but now yeah. I'm kind of like I'm turning into like, okay, well, boxing was dying. It was dying out. Mm. The UFC was sort of taking over. Boxing is still quite big over here um, because we've got people like Tyson Fury, Anthony Joshua, like a lot of English stars, um, British superstars and stuff. Whereas in America, that it's kind of died out a bit more. The UFC's kind of taken over. So I get that he's putting eyes back on the sport, which is great. Um, but it's it's just when he's using that to sort of disrespect the UFC or other sports that it bothers mm. me um, because you know he's not calling out. The best strikers in the UFC is it? He? He's not calling out no, of course, Adesanya, not. Stylebender. He's calling out wrestlers and jiu-jitsu fighters. You know, he's not yeah. people that are not known for their striking. And yeah. um, I just think you know, I don't know who's gonna fight next, but I hope he picks someone that is actually gonna give him, you know, who could actually have some sol- a solid solid stand up.
0: It's 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 just ridiculous. Um, like like you know, it's like the equivalent of me bringing my mum onto the podcast. Who you know. <laughs> it was a social worker for 30 years. She's, she's never been very tech savvy. Uh, bless her. Like, do you know what I mean? Like she would be terrible mm. on the podcast. Mm. I love, I love my mum's mm. bits, but <laughs> she's not from that world. She doesn't have the expertise. No, yeah. It's not what she's been trained exactly. to do. So if I got my mum on here and she did a terrible job, no one could sit there and go, you let, you let the side yeah, down. No, it was... Cause it's like, how, how, how could she do a good job? And it's the same thing That's with true. like asking. It's like, he's not trained to do the thing that Jake Paul is calling him out on. Like, he might be a fighter, Mm. but that's not his discipline. So, like, the gloves are so weighted in Jake's favour from the start. And then the fact Mm. that the ref came to that decision. Like, you know, I don't want to go as far as to say it was rigged, um, because I feel like it's a bit tinfoil hatty. But, you know... He
1: definitely definitely, knocked him down. He definitely knocked him down, yeah, yeah. knocked him down, Um, yeah, so...
0: but, But... but I feel like it was designed to be over that quickly. Do you know what I mean? Like, it was designed so that Jake Paul was going to win. And and yeah. I saw a tweet that absolutely slayed me. It was a, a shot of Ben afterwards, like, walking out, talking to his <laughs> wife, smiling. And the, the the tweet was just, who wrote the script, Ben? Who wrote the script? Yeah. <laughs>
1: he wrote the script. He's laughing. He just, you know what I mean? It, uh,
0: everyone's
1: going, oh, he's... he's like, Jake Paul's going, oh, he ruined his, his embarrassment now for us. He's like... He doesn't care, you know. The guy was a champion in one championship. You know, he was an Olympian wrestler. Like he's mm. done, he's done it. He
0: doesn't uh, care. He just, he's lost his. He just he just YouTube made a million in two match. minutes. You know yeah, I mean? literally. Like, look, literally. Look, if Jake Paul's watching YouTuber to YouTuber, I would love to make a million in two minutes. Like, if you want to have a boxing match for me, <laughs> me with full fat videos, bring the heat, mate. Bring it. Because <laughs> I don't give a shit. I don't give a shit if he takes me out. A million in two minutes. In two yes, minutes. Exactly. <laughs> exactly, like Ben Definitely. Askren's laughing all the way to the piggy bank isn't he oh, 100%, 100%. Um, what, what I want to see is Askren go right. we've done it on your terms now we're going to do it on mine I'm challenging you to a full mixed martial arts match do you know what I mean and well, open.
1: Well, funny you say this apparently they made a little agreement um, that they were going to have a wrestling match afterwards because Jake Paul wrestled in high school I think and obviously Belaskeyn is an Olympian wrestler, so they were like, "Okay, we're fighting your thing." Then we fight, but then I think like uh, Joe Paul tweeted like pretty much after the fight, like, nah, fuck you, I'm not doing it. You don't deserve it." It's like, "Oh yeah," because you know, like you're just gonna get creamed, Joey. You know it <laughs> um, oh, it's so frustrating. It, it is frustrating. Um, but like I said, I can't take away, I can't take away the boxing skills of him. And I think my confidence last week, or well, my hope last week, was uh, that Ben's experience and that we haven't seen. Uh, Jake take go for any adversity, that that would be the way that Ben Askin could win. And yeah, I never mm. I never believed for a second that his boxing skills were better than mm. Jake's. From you know, seeing the pad work, seeing the sparring and stuff, watching Ben Askin in the UFC. But my hope was that he could push him into the later rounds enough to you know, to make him mm. be like, Oh shit, okay, I've got to do a bit more, I'm not this is a different level when you are quite professional, but yeah, you know, it didn't happen. Um, and anyone could, you know, anyone gets a shit with a shot like that is going to go mm. down pretty much. Um, it was very well placed. You know, he hid the he hid his hook, uh, his cross, I think it was, with his jab. So it kind of it, you didn't see it. If you watch the slow mo, you can see yeah. Ben's face is not seeing it because he hid it with the jab. Mm. Um, textbook boxing, but um, but yeah, I mean. It is frustrating because, you know, like Pete Davidson said, and Pete, Pete Davidson was the MVP of the whole <laughs> the whole show. He had to be in tears. Um, like when Ben come out with his Transformer, like before he come out, he went, to, he, he went, ladies and gentlemen, uh, things are about to get a whole lot dumber.
0: <laughs> he was so quiet. <laughs>
1: this, this gigantic robot comes out, like, what is going on? Um, Snoop Dogg and like... Mario Lopez and all the commentators are like high and drunk and they're talking nonsense. Like, it was just the weirdest show I've ever seen. Um, yeah. It was a complete clown show. It was so weird. Like, Oscar de la Hoya's there, like, drunk and calling people out. It was so weird. Yeah. Um Yeah, it was very weird, but yeah. Uh, yeah, as sorry, as Pete Davidson said, he said, uh, you know, no one wants to see this guy win, really. You know, who, apart from a bunch of, you know, his 12 year old boys, you know. Yes. Um <laughs> he doesn't seem like a good person. Uh and he's he he doesn't represent I know he's trying to do that Conor McGregor thing of you know, of you know, creating his character of, of in yeah. the shots and stuff, but the difference with that is and obviously that gets you quicker up the mm-hmm. ladder, but the difference mm-hmm. with that is is that after every single fight with Conor McGregor, you'll see him hug his opponent, give respect, and say nothing but sweet words about
0: them after the fight. Because but it's his mate, mate, business. No, mate, not only that He's grassroots, yeah. isn't he? He's grassroots. Yeah. He's worked his way yeah. up. He came from yeah. from you know relatively little um, yes. to become that fighter. Um, and he's mm. trained in multiple disciplines. Do you know what I mean? He's done the work, and it's just it's just yes. it's it's frust- it's always frustrating to see someone like Jake Paul, who's always had all these resources at his disposal, and mm. his ability to to garner attention because of the stupid and nasty things he does. Um, have allowed him to get to this position where he can be trained. Like, you said he was getting trained in boxing by someone really talented before the fight you uh, told yes. me the other day.
1: Um, yeah, no, he's got like a whole boxing team. I remember yeah. it, Logan Paul had Shannon Briggs on his side when they didn't, when he fought KSI and stuff. Who's like, but bo- didn't did you
0: say Jake Paul had someone on his side? Because I remember you telling me that someone was training him or he's done training with someone. And it's like. Wow! Like to get to train with that person before the fight. I think. I think just... maybe.
1: I think maybe you confuse it with Ben Askren was training with Freddie Roach, uh, who trained Manny Pacquiao on GSP. But oh, maybe, um, maybe, and Anderson Silva. But um, yeah, no. Uh, he did obviously. He has a team of boxers, professionals on his he, side. Yeah. he's
0: he's a rich boy that has used all the things at his disposal to create a scenario where he's fighting a man who is at a disadvantage in every sense because of the parameters of the fight and then to knock him down in two minutes and then go yes yeah, see i'm a real fighter it's just like like you're not you're no mcgregor and you never will be
1: mm. no no you have to say take, that takes years and years and years and years, and, years to get up. and maybe you know maybe he's training every day and doing the thing and he obviously has exceeded quite a lot since his first fight yeah when he did his youtube fight um but it, I just find it. Inc- there's a level of complete disrespectfulness, you know. There's, they're selling the fight, but then he's not afterwards. He's not afterwards talking about Ben Askren guy, and you know what? I respect him for mm. taking the fight. He was a gent the whole time, you know. He's not saying that. He's still talking shit to him. Do you know what I mean it's like it, there's no there's no level mm. of like that's not what martial arts is about. Like yeah, you can yeah you can sell the fight, but you can't still shit on him, beat kick someone while they're da- down. You know I, mean? I I just hate that yeah. aspect of it. You know, what I mean? and also like and it's not, he like ben, Askren.
0: Yeah. He needed Askrin. Yes. There would be no yeah, fucking yeah. fight without Askrin. No,
1: exactly. He needed yeah. someone to take the fall who wasn't Askrin. He set. was selling the fight better than he was. You know, he did the Rocky montage 100%. he was giving way better trash talk. Yeah. Because that's the funny part. Like, Jake Paul, he gives, he gives it all the big and lucky some sort of Conor McGregor and that. But, like, he, he has not got the level of wit that McGregor mm. has. Like, he's got no. He's. Every one of his trash talks is just like, you're a, you're a pussy. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's just. It's so. You know what I mean? It's so, like, schoolboy. Like, mm. he, he is like he's. He's fan based, like he's like he, he talks to people like that. He's a 12 year old, do you know. what I mean, it's it's mm. so yeah, I guess that's my that's my you know qualms with Jake Paul. And I hope you know, I, I hope you know, if maybe you know, he comes six full with it, and hopefully he turns around and goes, Oh, it was all an act, and you know, I'm actually this good person, and Mar- this is not what martial arts is about. But I just that's I don't see that happening, do you know what I mean? Yeah, that's not there's,
0: why. there's a point where, yeah, you're playing a villain, but mm. like the things he's doing to play that villain are villainous. So yes, yeah, whether or not yeah, he yeah. goes, oh yeah, all this stand up straight when I'm talking to you, all this bollocks, even if he yeah. g- comes out and says, oh yeah, that was all like an act for me to garner more attention. It's like, you're still a cunt, yeah. aren't you? Oh, excuse my French. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Excuse <laughs> my French. D- we should probably beat that out. I don't know I <laughs> Yeah, I'm going to have to carry that, <laughs> That's right. I feel like, I feel like the C word too far. yeah. Yeah, yeah, especially for our American audience, they hate that stuff, don't for they? The Americans, yeah, that's true. It's it's so funny how over here it's just said so freely. Yeah, it's like, you say that him, word though. to an American, and they're like, "Oh, ah." <laughs> it's true. It is true. It's true. It's that's, the, like, nandari, that's the only way. That's like it. the only way to stop Captain America, <laughs> Mackie. He's a tank, but you, you say the C word he's like, "Oh, it just hurts my ears." <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh God, my you, Br-
0: you British are so crazy saying that word <laughs> uh, uh, yeah that's yeah. why you get
1: Captain Britain just shouting it out
0: that's <laughs> <what you're saying. laughs> you silly kid! <cat>. Right. <laughs> brilliant well brilliant. On, on that note is there anything else you'd like to say indeed about the Falcon and the Winter Soldier or um the Ben Askren the Askrening um, the Askrening
1: um yeah, I mean, I, I feel like I've said everything about the Falcon the Soldier I wanted to say. Mm-hmm. Unless there's anything I think about later, we'll probably talk about it next week in the podcast. I mean, oh, I'm sure. Yeah. Later thoughts. Um, but yeah, no. Uh, the Askrim thing, I mean, you know, I'm not a happy bunny. Also, you know what I, I was going to put a bet on? Uh, I went to put the bet on in the app like wouldn't work like every time I kept trying to put my like card details in like it playing up so, I just, so I, I, I just saw it as like a sign I was like okay, I'm not going to do it yeah. thank god I didn't <laughs> thank god I didn't
0: <laughs> so uh, well it was one of those yeah. bets right where you could stand to make a lot of money but you don't lose a fiver yeah right? yeah so, so you would have been fine yeah really I would have been fine
1: anyway but you know
0: I just didn't want to have
1: give Jake Paul the satisfaction you know
0: yeah, yeah no I understand I understand uh, <laughs> this has been the Full Fat Podcast Uh, I've been joined by Charlie Lilly. I've not been joined by Terry Merkin this week, um, but she'll be back next week. Uh, You can find me, if you want to hear more of my vaguely neurotic banter and irritating voice, you can find that on Full Fat Videos, the YouTube channel. You can also find it on Instagram at full underscore fat underscore videos, and you can also find me on Twitter at fullfatvideos.
1: Brilliant. Well, uh, if you want to, you know, see more of me, and actually Terry, because you know you didn't get your Terry fixed this week on the podcast, the Full Fat Podcast, but you get your Terry fix this week on your Frat Film is Awful, which you can find on YouTube. Your Fat Film is Awful, <laughs> where we're talking about Mean Girls. <laughs> you can also find us on Facebook, Frat Film is Awful, Instagram, Fat Film is Awful, and Twitter at Fat Film is Awful. And you can also follow me on uh, Instagram at Charlie at Charlie Lilly or. Uh, Letterboxd to I really so
0: Oh plugging our personal Perfect. socials now <laughs> <mean. laughs> Um This has been the Fullback Podcast. Uh, Anthony Mackey is Captain America and he is. may he may he reign for a long time. May he fly over the mm. skies chucking that shield around, chucking that frisbee left, right, and centre. Um, yeah, we'll see you guys next week.